Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. Welcome to our Song of Ice and Fire book club. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 5, The Massacre of King's Landing. Uh, until we get the official title, uh, that sounds like a great title to that, me, yeah. Sir Ezra. That'll do. Uh, I think you said you thought it was going to be called... Um, Fire and Blood. I think it'll. I think it'll be end up maybe being called Fire and Blood because that's what it was. Uh, yeah, every week we record these as the second the episode uh, finishes, and about by the end of every week we've gotten the title. The title is actually released because right now it still says episode seventy-two. Uh, wow. Yeah, Sir Ezra uh, is the is the first <laughs> the first. You, you know when it, when we watched um, the Battle of Winterfell or the Long Night. I felt like I was like, man, that was just that was a lot to take in. That was a lot. To this is different. This is wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I think when when I first before right before we started recording, I just kept saying, okay, all right, okay. I had nothing else to say. I the whole time I was watching, I was just shaking my head like, wow, this uh, unreal. This is unreal. Mm-hmm. This is unbelievable. But mm-hmm. I would is is it is it. Is it the? Let's just let's let's just go right into our quick non-spoiler review because we okay. we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Yeah. So, um, without spoiling the episode, if you if you're one of those people who just kind of want to take our reaction, it went in a direction that I think we all thought was possible, possible, and a direction I it seemed like it was going towards, but um, they just went full bore. And this episode, I'll say this. This is what I find interesting is I thought that the end of this episode would happen a lot earlier in the episode mm-hmm. and we'd start to get to whatever comes next, which means next episode is going to be insane. It's not I don't think there's going to be nearly as much resolution as we thought. No, I think you and I had talked about they're going to kind of tie everything up uh-huh. on this episode and it's all going to be kind of resolution next week but i don't that's not the case no they, they just won't give us a week off that you know i mean nope. <laughs> we are going to get an intense uh episode next week as well so stress levels will be high but uh i i'm just gonna go ahead and say this real quick i loved it i absolutely I loved too. it i can't i know people are going to hate me for it but i actually thought that's how it should go and mm-hmm. i'm shocked i mean i'm heartbroken i it's weird because I didn't want it to go that way, but I thought maybe it should go that way, and it's just that's that's all I want to say. It also I yeah. want to say that um, Wasande, you know, great advisor. She took her advice. That's all there is. Yeah, she did. <laughs> um, okay, so that was our non-spoilers. So non-spoilers, non-spoilers. Yeah. We are going into spoilers. Yep. Because uh, we had somebody blast us say, "Oh, you guys just throw out spoilers really easy." So let's. Give, let's say about hey, three or four times. Here, bend the knee. So we don't. So, All right. Yeah, bend the knee. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Wow. Let's just go into. Uh, I'm going to go into a brief summary. I know we've I know we've kind of done more detailed summaries. Sure. But, um, I'm going to try and keep this one a little more brief. Um, so really there's. I would say you can kind of break this down to a handful of segments. It starts off and we have uh, Lord Varys writing a letter about what looks to be about Jon Snow. Um, we see Jon Snow arrive at the Dragon Zone. He and Varys have somewhat of a conversation. We, he, you know, he's telling Jon, you need to be careful of 
basically he's, he says like you need to be careful of Daenerys, um, mm-hmm. and I even I know you don't want it, but sometimes start your back to luck. Y- yeah, exactly. Yeah, really. I mean, it it this is <laughs> uh, yeah falling to you here. Top, I mean, yeah, too bad. <laughs> yeah, people love you. The whole the, that whole kind of a thing, right? Um, oh, Tyrion Tyrion walks in, tells Daenerys, "You've been betrayed." She says, "By Jon Snow." And he's like, no, by Varys. And then she kind of tells him, no, ultimately it was by John because mm-hmm. he told Sansa. Although, can I say, I don't, he did, did he actually ever say he, he never said, okay, I won't tell anybody. Did he say that in the last episode? John? Yeah, did he, did he say yeah, that? Yeah, he, yeah, he did. He, to Danny. Did he, did to, he actually say, yeah. He, when he, when yeah, Danny he, says, you know, promise me, I don't think he responds to her, does he? I think he does. I think he's does I think he? he swears it, and then yeah, and then he tells Sansa and Arya, "Okay, I swear it." And then it just you know it uh, turns into a big telephone. What a mess! Yeah. So, um, yeah, wow. Just still, just in kind of in kind of shock after what we what we just saw here. So, Varys is essentially executed for it. Dracarys uh, and I thought Dracarys and I, I thought that, and I want to come back to that scene. Um, yeah, let's just let's just keep going through it and then we'll we'll come back to some of the scenes because the sure. way they did the that scene I thought was really, really cool. Right. Yeah. Um, so this is where John kind of looks at her after that. And he, I think we start to see Daenerys is starting to lose it a little bit when Tyrion walks in when Tyrion had walked in to talk to her, her hair is kind of a mess. Um, and I think that's going to ultimately end up being her character arc is. She na- she gets the Iron Throne, but it took it, it cost everything, yeah, literally everything, in order to get it. Um. Uh, let's see here. Then we get, then we get John and Daenerys have have a conversation. She you know asks him why 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 he told Sansa, and he says, "I told you I don't want it. I don't want the I don't want the crown. It doesn't really matter." They kiss and then john kind of pulls away and she's like you know is that all i am to you your queen um and then she says fine let it be fear like is how you respect me not with yeah, love yeah D- did it seem like he didn't want to like he didn't know how to be affectionate back or he wasn't sure that he wanted to give her his right. it did affection okay yeah yeah i mean i think he does i think he does love her me, me but... too right he's just in a he's in a pickle because he's in he's in a really he's in a really odd situation that's his aunt you know yeah um, so then I'm trying to see exactly what I have. I have all my notes here and they're, they're great. Oh, we hear that, uh, we get a conversation then we get Tyrion talking to Danny. Um, he's talking about, you know, the, the bells, mm-hmm. if the bell, <clears throat> when we try to take the, when we try to take the city, if the bells sound, we can save the city. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. We can save the city. We don't have to have um, millions of innocent people die. She tells him, "Well, we're we're working for the future, essentially. If 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 yeah. people have to die in the process, their future generations will be the ones saved from tyranny." I don't know. Then she t- you know, I think a lot yeah. of gener. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure of the logic behind that. <laughs> right. That's like kind. Of, that's like yeah. I don't know. No, not not going to go there. Okay. Um, okay. But. Uh, yeah, so many things. It's still just in, in kind of shocking. So then she tells uh, Tyrion, um, Jamie was captured. So we get right. a little bit of that. Uh, Tyrion later 
basically Tyrion then we see a shot of him going and freeing Jamie, which is a really cool scene. I thought that was done really, really well. Yeah. Um again, let's we'll come back. We'll come back to that. Sure. We get a shot of Arya and the Hound sneak into King's Landing. Um then we start getting some really suspenseful shots of everything before it happens. Jamie um, also sneaks into King's Landing as well. He's trying to get to Cersei before everything is about to get real. There's a lot of people left out in the streets. Cersei's closing the gates, not letting she only lets so many people in, thinking essentially Daenerys won't storm the city if there's millions of people in there. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't exactly work out. Uh, right. Yeah. So we have the iron, we have the Iron Fleet, and they're all looking right at. Uh, Drogon, he goes flying down at the sky. I think I think he comes down so fast that they just can't hit him. Um, it was was kind of the way they wanted to play it. Whereas last week they kind of caught them by surprise, so Daenerys wasn't entirely ready. And then he's flying really low, and he just decimates the Iron Fleet. It, and then he blows up. He blows up. Starts blowing up King's Landing from the opposite gate. From yeah. the opposite from the opposite side. So right. you see the Golden Company, and they were not expecting that at all. And so. They're all just standing there, and the Golden Company just that gate gate just gets it pretty much explodes. Yeah, and the Golden Company lasted about oh, I don't know five minutes. Uh, yeah, really. I think, I think of of total screen time throughout the season, the Golden Company was supposed to be so cool, lasted about five minutes. Which I'm wondering is something we can talk about on Follow Up Friday. Uh, if that's are because you know the Golden Company in the books, Sir Ezra is such it's it's good it's yeah. so different. But I wonder if that's if that's telling of anything that that would about the book because maybe it for them is to be annihilated smaller thread maybe yeah. it's a much smaller thread in in the books than than we think it is because the books right now it's kind of a big deal yeah so it is we'll, yeah well I mean we'll, we can talk more about that later but sure um really cool so the gate is open and then here comes here comes the northern army the Dothraki and the Unsullied and they just plow right in through and then. You have Drogon and the and the northern Ar- and the northern army. I mean, just laying waste to, to King's Landing. Well, and, and specifically though, the Lannister forces at that mm-hmm. time, right? Sp- very specifically, mm-hmm. I kept well, the counting- Golden Company's dead. So uh- <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I just mean no innocent lives are lost up up to right. where you're at right now in the summary because I kept noting that I'm like, okay, no innocents have died. Maybe mm-hmm. we're underestimating Danny. She 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 can be precise, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then this is where we start getting more shots of Cersei, and I wrote my notes. She's kind of delusional. Oh, yeah, um, she's lost. yeah, because she because she she is just sitting there, and Kyburn keeps coming up to her and saying, "I think we should leave. I, I think we should leave." Yeah, and she says, "We have the Lannister army. We have the Golden Company. We have the Scorpion Bolts," mm-hmm. and he starts telling her, "Well, the fleet's gone. The Golden Company have died." And so on and so forth, and right. she's—I she, think she's just starting to starting to slowly realize this. This isn't very good, and we'll come back. We'll come back to talk about her. Okay. Uh, we see Jamie grab a a sword um, as he's trying to get to as he's trying to get to the keep, and then the bells start ringing. The Lannisters throw down their Lannisters throw down their swords. The bells start ringing, and then we get a shot of Daenerys, and she loses it. Yeah. And so this is where everything in the episode changes. She's basically just starts torching the city. Anyone and anyone, anyone and everyone that gets in her way. Grey Worm picks up a spear and throws it at a surrendered Lannister. 
soldier and a riot basically starts out. And John, this is where John starts to, his demeanor totally changes and he looks and he tells everyone to stand back and mm-hmm. it doesn't really work. And, right. Uh, yeah. And it's every, it's a mess. Shit has hit the, shit has hit the fan. <laughs> yeah. uh, quite. I mean, right. is, is, is essentially what happens. Um, <laughs> On my notes, I just say WTF Danny because I'm I'm typing my notes as the episode's going on. I'm saying WTF Danny has gone mad. Grey Worm went nuts. I hope John kills Grey Worms. Yeah, that's kills crazy. Grey Worm. Yeah, right. kills Grey Worm. Um, John even has to kill a Northman yeah. who starts to looks like he's about to rape some woman, and John even kills him. Mm-hmm. We see uh, we see Jamie racing uh to try to get up one of the paths to get into king's landing because he wasn't able to make it in the gates he runs past that little ship that Tyrion had set out for him um this is and then he starts fighting euron yep right so so he he starts fighting euron and they they keep going back and forth between all these different scenes there's wildfire casks exploding you don't really see like specific casks of wildfire but as danny is burning the city you just see green flames yeah kind of left over um, maybe at, or, at, yeah. at left over at certain parts of the city blowing up so clearly there was still wildfire stashed in the city jamie and euron have a pretty great fight jamie i would say almost gets mortally wounded um yeah yeah well at least euron thinks so for sure euron thinks so he he says i'm the man who killed jamie lannister jamie kills euron the Hound and Arya, we get back to them, and the Hound sends Arya home because the Red Keep is being annihilated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just falling. It is all falling down. Um, Drogon is just dracarising the heck out of that he- heck yeah. out of that place. So, yep. Cersei Cersei starts starts to leave. Kyburn and the Mountain basically start escorting her. They say, "Hey, let's go to a different part of the castle." They start going down, and then. The Arya hound scene where the hound sends her home, I thought was so great. Yeah. Where she looks at him and she says, Sandor. She doesn't call him the hound. She doesn't right. call him anything she's ever ever called him any other name. She calls him Sandor and she says, thank you. Um. So, yeah. We'll, we'll come back. We'll come back to this. We're, we're almost done. With okay. The, All with right. The, just the quick the quick synopsis here. Then we get to Clegainebolt. It happens. I thought it was I thought it was pretty, pretty cool. It's pretty good. Yep. It was, it was pretty good. Uh, we see the the mountain uh, kills Kyburn, <laughs> so that's 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 what happened there. Uh, I yep. I I did not think that was how he was going to die, but that's kind of a, a cool ending for him. It was it was pretty quick, but yeah, uh, kind of a cool way kind of a cool way to do it for his his creation to be the one to kill him. Yeah, sure. And then we see Cersei walk down the steps and walk past. Him, which I do think was really funny because I remember watching an interview with her where she was talking about just some of the scenes she had to film. And I remember her saying, oh, there's my final scene that I filmed. Not that it's the final scene she appears in was on this staircase. And I had to walk up and down the staircase and it took all day. And I'm sure that was obviously the scene. Sure. That that she had to film a bunch of times. There's a lot of CG going on and 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 whatnot. So it's just I just remember that that interview. So. It, it, is it bad getting... to say real quickly that that I was like nervous for her? <laughs> she was walking past the hound. I was like, oh no, <laughs> uh, I I wasn't. I I clearly. I, well, I just mean I it's it's, it's, biz- it's right. bizarre to think that all of a sudden I would be, you know, nervous for her, nervous or like caring about Cersei's well being. That's right. the that's that's what they did to me. It's crazy. Yeah, 
Um, so Clegane Bowl is going on. They're still they still go back to shots of the city. John is starting to tell everyone to pull back. He's trying to say we need to get out of the city because Daenerys is just. I mean, she has just obliterated the city. If you thought the Sept of Baylor was 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 a big explosion, this it's the entire city is essentially burned to yeah. the ground. Yep. We start getting shots of Arya in the rubble. She's helping people get out. Um, and then we cut to a shot of John, or excuse me, Cersei and Jamie. And they're, they get together again. They start to leave. They run down to the bottom of the Red Keep, and it, and it falls in on them. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I, and we're gonna come back to this. And then we cut to a shot of ash everywhere, and Arya gets on a pale white horse and rides. Yeah, and that's that's it. I mean, yeah. I, I, I as you said, I thought there'd be more resolution at the end of this, or we'd be. We would get to see everybody kind of uh, discussing things after the battle or what? No, we're still like right there. So this is going to be. And then I even looked at the um, what's coming up next week and they're still there. (laughs) It seems like they're it's going to I don't know. I'm just kind of blown away at how much is happening right here at King's Landing, um, possibly right after the the battle. So but yeah, let's let's you want to jump back into some of the uh, some more bigger takeaways here. Yeah, so now let's kind of go back over and, and go a little more uh, piece by piece by this. I, I, qu- very quickly, Sir Ezra, so thing I want to say is, you know, I feel like last week we were a little disappointed with the episode. Uh-huh. This week is total opposite. I actually thought this episode was great. I thought it was great, um, too. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Actually, I had seen some of the spoilers on Reddit. Uh-huh. And I remember reading, and they were correct. The leaks, the leaks were pretty much word for word correct that I had read and I remember reading them and thinking that sounds kind of disappointing mm-hmm. and then I watched it and nope not at all I thought I thought I thought the episode was great right I actually I actually really think the way they ended Varys's character was great I thought it was a it was, I thought it was a really good ending for him uh-huh. uh, with his being all for the realm and his final act being an act of, of doing what's right yeah, which is which is kind of crazy because we've we've always seen him. We've never quite known whether he's which side he's on. Is he is he? What does it mean to be working mm-hmm. for the realm? All that good stuff. And and yeah, we got to see that he's on the right side of this. There's one thing I didn't understand though. He was working on a on a raven essentially, and it seems like he knew what was what was coming. Right. And then he like took, and then he t- and he takes his rings off and puts his rings in that. I didn't understand why he would take them off. I'll tell you right now why, because because that wasn't him. Okay, <laughs> he's not dead. All right, <laughs> he's not dead. I I I wondered the same thing. I'm like, why take your rings off? Why does that matter? Is that is this going to be? Is that something that that the little birds or a little bird or someone else could use later on to send a message on his behalf or you know? carry on his mission in some way yeah i was really oh yeah i was i was really i'm really confused by that i mean i'm i hope it i hope it becomes something otherwise there would have been no reason for it and he also he burned a letter he burned a letter before he died and so that's something else if you were gonna die why would you burn it well i was wondering did he already send a couple out Unless, unless, yeah, it was information that you didn't want anyone to, to see before you died. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. I I do remember Melisandre, even in the books, talking about like when ra- with Rattleshirt and his bones, it helps make a glamour more powerful if you're wearing that individual's some of their articles or what have you. So when he took his rings off, I was like, is he is he glamoured? Is he is this some type of you know faceless man type of situation? But I, I don't really. Th- I think they keep us thinking those types of things, but really that's never going to be the case. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, yeah. I wonder. Um, he had there was that little girl, and he was talking yes. about the 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 risk. The bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. And I'm I'm, and the only thing I can think of is somebody hands possibly John those rings, uh-huh. possibly next next episode, and it just reminds him again of why what Varys died telling him you should be the one. Yeah, and it's just another reminder of yeah. Your well, girl, your girl, your girlfriend slash aunt is crazy, right? So. And 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 exactly. This all kind of started too with um, well, in in some degree in the books, a poisoning, and it seemed like he was trying to get one of his, his little birds to poison her. Correct, with the food. Bit, you know, she's not eating. Or or am I am I wrong? Yes. In that? Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, that, that seemed interesting to me. So I wondered if maybe there's someone else who's going to kind of carry on that mission if you will so yeah um okay so then we get to uh so Varys's death i also thought i thought it was it was really the 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 shot was cool with you where you have drogon coming out of the out of the darkness and just and the the you know just her saying dracarys and her the dragon being over her i thought it was just a really cool shot um the cinematography again in this was amazing again right. it's another it's another episode where the cinematography and the score are great even people who have been hating on this season have been i've still seen on twitter uh yeah the music's great praise it yeah yeah right um okay so uh i'll, I'll pass it back to you sir sir is there a takeaway for you yeah, real, real, real quick. The idea that when um, Drogon's coming down straight out of the sky, I actually thought back to some of the readings, uh, Aegon the Conqueror and him coming down on Harrenhal and that attack pattern mm-hmm. just coming straight down, uh, going as high as you can and then coming straight down over top of them. You know, they, they can't, I don't know that they could, like, it seemed like they had a certain angle. I'm not sure if they could shoot those arrows straight up in the air, if that makes sense. So the higher oh, you gotcha. got, you know, you'd be coming right down on those ships. I thought that was kind of. Really neat, and then as you say, she's just coming so fast that there's there's no stopping it, and just obliterates the fleet there. And I also thought it was interesting that later on, Cersei is not very well informed. Either this happens so fast, or she's just in complete denial. But she thinks the Iron Fleet is still there, and they're not. Right? You know? Yeah, and they're not. So that was that was interesting to me. Yeah, one of the things I thought would happen that didn't happen at all this uh was yara i th- i always i i always kind of thought that yara would be euron's end uh-huh um it will before bef- before theon died at the battle one of i always thought okay it's gonna be theon versus versus yaron because i was always wondering how what is how are they going to get rid of euron yeah um i do think it was a kind of a, a cool way to do it i still i think there wasn't really enough build-up because they just didn't have enough time mm-hmm uh, to make it really cool, to make it seem like Jamie and and Euron would really want to fight fight each other because Jamie's been gone, and so by the time he comes back, Euron's just there. Oh, I'm your sister's new boyfriend, by the way. Yeah, um, and, and I just happened to swim right in at the spot where you're going up the secret passageway. Maybe he knew that's where the passageway was too, and he was trying to get up into the Red right. Keep. 
but interesting. Right. And also, also for Euron to lose to one-handed Jamie Lannister, you, you kind of suck, buddy. You say, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Or or Jamie's just a boss, all right? Let's, he's still a boss. Yeah, so it could be. I like could to be. think that. Yeah, so... Yeah, I did. I did. I, uh, the, the the Tyrion Jamie conversation where Jamie is captured, they reference back to a lot of other yeah. um, scenes from the past. But again, I thought that was their their last interaction with each other. I thought was really really good. Um, it's it was back to you know the last episode just felt kind of weird. Felt kind of weird. Yeah. Um, this episode I felt like man the acting is back to being where we expect it. Tyrion's having another really great moment here with Jamie. He talks about. Where, where Tyrion is talking about, I'm freeing you because I'm trying, even though I know I may I may die because of this, because Daenerys is obviously not going to be pleased with it, and he's betraying her. Um, if we can save the lives of tens of thousands, it's worth it for you know one particular one particularly not so innocent dwarf. Yeah, that was epic. That was a great line. Um, Tyrion's awesome. I mean, he's great. I mm-hmm. I am so concerned about him though right now. <laughs> going forward mm-hmm. but uh yeah he's the last of the lannisters too which is crazy to think about yeah yeah and i really like that line you're the only one who didn't treat me like a monster i thought was a great great scene i thought i that was i thought was a really really well put together ending for Tyrion and and jamie yeah you know the only thing i didn't I, and this is just who, who jamie is but when he first is headed back to king's landing it's almost like he's going there because he thinks cersei has a chance and what I like when he leaves Tyrion is that, like, it's not that she has a chance, it's that I want to save her. And I want to, you know, I, I, I've been with, it's been she and I from the, from the get-go, it's been our family, she's my twin, and he's, he's back there to save her again. And so I, I like that in, in the end, I just, his initial reason to leave Brian is just, I don't know, it, mm, tough. Brian. So. Yeah. Or, or Brienne, yeah, depending on if you're listening to the audiobooks or not. Right. Well, um, I like to throw in. I like to throw in alternate, you know, pronunciations. Yeah, Go it, listen to D and D, by the way, at the end of uh, this episode when they talk about uh, Missandei, Missandei, Missandei. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't listen to those. You know, I actually, I, I try to avoid. Uh, you know, you like watching bloopers. I don't like watching them because. I like to think of this. I don't once once I start to, once you start to take out the the thematic or the you mm-hmm. know the the theater as, aspect of it, I I, I kind of I kind of lose it here. Yeah. Well, um, let's see here. So we have I thought I thought the the suspense where they're building up and they're just showing everybody and all the moving pieces and the music's like really kind of quiet and just kind of like a slight little pounding mm-hmm. um showing all the different shots you just know it's about to get real it's about it's it is yeah. about to get real i like the Arya and the hound made it in we see jamie walking the opposite direction of the lannister guards that was a picture that was released earlier this week where they released like a few set a few a few shots of the episode mm-hmm. um there was a lot of people left out in the streets. Yeah, they had to. They had. They had to close. They had to close the gates, which is is no big deal uh, because the bells are ringing. And as soon as Danny hears the bells, she's not going to, you know, destroy the city. Right. So at least that's what Tyrion. That's what Tyrion is thinking. No, I'm just. I mean, we're good. We're in the clear. Right. So <laughs> it's mm-hmm. crazy. It yeah, is crazy. I have. I, I have. I have a note here. I just say Bobby B would be spinning in his grave. To think, here comes mm. a Do- a Targaryen Dothraki whore, a, a one Dothraki army in in his in his perfect oh, yeah. city. 
Yeah, just everything he everything he he warned against. Yeah, right, right. I mean, hey, actually, this this is all Ned's fault. Okay, because he he kind of, you know, he said spare the girl. All right, spare. Mm-hmm. She, you know, don't. Cause she's just a little girl. What's she gonna do? She's clear of an Essos. Mm-hmm. Well, here she is. So, what did you what did you think of Clegane? What did you think of Clegane Bowl? Um, I liked it. I mean, it, uh, there's a great shot where Sandor is like, where after he's he's kind of tried to press his eyes in, you know, like uh, he's over, got one eye. Martel. Yeah, he, he's got one eye kind of really really torn up, and the other one pops open, and he's just blood everywhere, bruised and just nasty. You know, and he's already shoved the um, his dagger through his through, through his eye, and, and he realizes that's not going to kill him. Nothing's going to kill this guy, really. I'm going to have to kill myself, and we're gonna, I'm going to have to throw him from this. Uh, high high tower into the flames. Yeah, it, it, I thought it was great, and it, it, it was also neat to me that leading up to that with the whole Arya scene, the Hound is always known, like essentially when they're not going to make it. He's he's pretty realistic. Like this is not going to go well, and he's just looking out for for Arya, and he knows that he's on a path that is going to end in his death, and he cannot protect her, and he's yeah trying to settle a score here. So I thought it was yeah. pretty good. You know it, what's what's interesting is. I feel like a lot of people are going to be upset with the way they've ended a lot of the main characters. Uh-huh. Um, I know there's obviously a lot of people who are going to be really upset with the way Daenerys has gone and even Cersei and Jaime. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the side characters are getting really well put together arcs. Um, yeah. Even, you know, Brienne's arc, I thought, ended where she got knighted. And then she even does get with Jaime. And even though it doesn't work out, it's she, her arc had a had a had a fitting end, regardless of whether it went well or didn't. Sure. Um, Tormund going back to the north. Sam, the, the White Walkers were defeated. Mm-hmm. Um, even you know Theon. I thought Theon's ending was great. Jorah Mormont dying, defending Daenerys. Yeah, yeah. And I even think Var- I even think Varys's end end was fitting. Is he? I hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope that I hope that my my death. Yes. Is, is, I thought that was great, and that's a great I, I, line. I, I think the hound. I think the hound's end was about what I expected. I always thought he would he would fight his his brother, mm-hmm. and he would have to defeat him using fire. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And, well, and it, it happened. I did. I did. I did put in my notes. Uh, Darth Vader? Question mark. Just because yeah. he he, <laughs> yeah. he takes off he takes off the helmet and it's, you know it's we're about at the end and his his face kind of looks you know when Dar- when episode six when when Darth right. Vader's mask comes off and it's kind of it's kind of like that I that's what it kind of reminded me of yeah and actually when his helmet came off I I, I no joke had had a similar thought and I well, you know Luke says but you'll die right <laughs> so yeah. I'm like oh crap <laughs> right. He's, no right but but what's neat is uh, about that scene is that Kyburn has like had the mountain just been the mountain before he goes through his transformation and is becomes Frankenstein. I feel like mm-hmm. it would have been a really cool cool fight, but now he's he's fighting against some you know his his brother who is already ha- has all those previous skills and strength and everything and now nothing hurts him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that it was so much harder for the hound than it would have been uh, before he fights Oberyn. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean it- and don't get me wrong. I mean, now that we're at the end, there's still some some gonna be some plot holes, some things that were left unfinished. Uh, when I still always kind of I still thought there'd be something to come with that hand he picked up at the dragon pit when he picked up the hand of of the white. Um, sure. But for for Kyburn, Kyburn, 
because it happens so quick where the mountain just kills him, he's he's basically killed by his his own creation. Yeah. Um, other than that, I didn't I didn't really know how he was going to die. But I think you and I both agree there was no way he was surviving the, the season. No, uh, not at all. And, and I actually liked what happened there because what I saw, uh, Cersei tried to command him. Kyburn, then being his creator, tried to stop the mountain. And, you know, it was the rage that he had with his brother. They, they equally ha- hated each other. And there was something there uh, that went beyond whatever Kyburn did to him. And, and that was kind of crazy to see that um, bond or that connection or whatever, that rage and fury you could see it in his eyes just seemed like it was it was important for him to have that showdown and nothing was going to get in his way not even his creator so yeah oh by the way the episode yeah. title has has now been released it is called the bells the bells mm-hmm. <laughs> remember the bells man remember yeah remember the bells um so then i guess we have we have the aria in the rebel scenes which i thought was i thought was really cool where she was helping these people get out um, then we, you know, we had, we had John telling everyone let's fall back and then Jamie and Cersei, how, what did you think? What I mean, yeah, any, uh, any of those threes, you, three, you want to comment more on? Well, I, I actually like the idea that Euron is not the one who kills Jamie Lannister as, as he said right. there. And I was like, no, come on. Uh, it's going to be something different. I, I, I even thought at that point, maybe Cersei would still be crazy and, and shove a dagger into him or something or mm-hmm. who knows, but it wasn't going to be him. And then it's just, they're down there together. I like that they're, that they're together. And I like that Jamie is comforting her and looking and, you know, pulled her in. Um, she does panic at the end and it is about her children. You see this side of her that, that really Tyrion's been right all along is that that's her soft spot. And she's always wanted to do whatever she could for her family and for her children to try to protect them. So I was, I don't know. I actually at one point thought they were going to make it out. I thought they were going to get in that little boat and, and go to Essos and that was going to be it. So, you know, you know what I like about it is that it still fulfills the Valonqar prophecy, but it's still left completely up for interpretation mm-hmm. because she is finally overthrown by a younger queen, mm-hmm. Daenerys. And is it Tyrion? By siding with Daenerys, who causes her to die, mm-hmm. or is it Tyrion convincing Jaime go get Cersei, go this specific route, and then the route gets blocked off and they die, mm-hmm. or is it Jaime because she may not have gone out that way? Sure, had she yeah. not had she not had she not seen Jaime, so it's still totally up for interpretation. And so the Valen, so I would say that the Valencar prophecy is fulfilled. We just still don't know who it is. You yeah. you could, you could, well, we, I think the argument's still a little bit stronger for Tyrion, but you could still make that argument with Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed with it because I think for the long time, we thought that it would be either Tyrion killing her, say with a crossbow or something, or yeah. I think you and I, you and I had talked a lot about, I think I always thought, because I thought it would end differently. I thought it'd be a Night King type situation. Um, is that Cersei was going to blow up King's Landing, and Jamie would have to kill her in order sure, to save yeah. King's Landing again? It would kind of tie it all up. It'd be like but a Queen still, Slayer, yeah, right? A Queen Slayer, and you still fulfill the Valonqar prophecy, and he has to kill his sister from blow. You know, uh-huh. all yeah. going back to him, kind of ending up being a good character. Yeah, you know, someone who I when I saw that all going down, I was like, "Where's Braun?" 
You know, what's right? Who's left to kind of uh, pay him? It's just just Tyrion now. So, you know, you're, the, mm-hmm. the queen is gone and Jamie's done. So, will he show up? Is is Tyrion's life now at stake? And Bronn is going to step in and save him in some way? Is it the start of the next episode because he needs paid? He wants his castle and his keep. You know. So, yeah. I was thinking about him a lot there when I when I saw those two uh, about mm-hmm. to meet their end. And then let's talk about the the very end of the episode, the pale white horse. And we see Arya riding, um, I'm assuming, towards the castle. You can't really tell uh, because everything's destroyed. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was uh, interesting. I, I was even thinking when, when I saw the, 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 the white horse, the uh, pale mare, perhaps, if you will. Right. Uh, be, being one of those that uh, Quaith kind of told Danny to, you know, not to trust when the, the, when the pale mare comes and, and, you know, that normally refers to the disease that we have. I thought it was a, an interesting tie in and kind of a connection because maybe Arya rides away, ho- you know, right, and it's the going four to... horsemen of the apocalypse, right? The pale white. Yeah, white sure. Horse. Riding in on right. death. Um, but, uh, yeah, cause I feel like she is now going to seek out, um, Danny and, and, and kill her. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's mm-hmm. that. I thought it was really interesting, though, that we actually we see Danny in the in the beginning, kind of doing her thing there on Dragonstone, and then on Drogon fighting. But after the bell scene, when the bells are ringing, and she just kind of goes into a rage. We leave her. It, it's we're no longer focused on her. We're focused on the people she's killing, and and from their perspective, it's awful. It's it's an absolute. It, you you really feel what a terrible thing it is because all these children and innocent lives are being taken and and i i don't know i thought it was one of our one of our uh, uh patrons one of our listeners maglam i was like my goodness friend what what what, what do you think now like, this is crazy uh we, we didn't want to see danny go this way but here she is so it's 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 something it was um hard to take and john through that whole process too is like just in shock i mean he's still fighting a little bit but then he as you said earlier he's trying to turn the men back you have to actually i felt like they had to retreat and get out of there because they weren't sure whether they were safe at, at, at the very end i felt like once he was trying to get everybody to get out of the city because she was she almost in that chaos you you can't really tell who you're killing you know right right so i i just want to read i just want to read something to you sir ezra sure uh this is from the books but i still think it applies very much mm-hmm because I don't think all of it was said in the show. The glass candles are burning. Soon comes the pale mare, and after her, the others. Kraken and Dark Flame, Lion and Griffin, the Sun's Sun, and the Mummer's Dragon. Trust none of them. Remember the Undying. Beware the perfume. perfume uh, sa- Seneschal, yeah. Yeah, Seneschal, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, the pale mare and after her. Uh-huh. So... Yeah, you know, I think maybe they're maybe that what they're what they've been hinting toward is that Arya is death. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, and in and and in the, in, the, in the show, the Mummer's Dragon in, in the books it's it's Aegon Targaryen, young mm-hmm. Griff, right. but in this, um Jon Snow. Sure. Could, yep, could be Jon. Uh exactly. The the perfume uh the perfume seneschal also makes me through that last line there I was thinking too more about Varys and I'm kind of like uh, Absol- well, oh absolutely yeah, absolutely like yeah. is he still alive? <laughs> like is there more cuz that's the last no, one that's kind of I wouldn't I wouldn't say mentioned. I don't think Varys I Varys is definitely dead. Um okay. but I would make I would say the argument about beware him is 
his his word his what it becomes information his influence what he said, what he said his his, his influence and his his plan mm-hmm. um by by dying and john seeing it and him having that conversation with john that i think that's going to be the mm-hmm. what's going to stick in his mind and i i definitely think john is going to kill daenerys next episode yeah 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 for sure i i that that's what it's looking like and we actually thought that a couple let's see mm-hmm. after last episode just when we saw people kind of sansa turning everyone against her and I, th- I think she kind of foresees it as well and is heartbroken by it you know what one thing that was interesting is that Aegon the Conqueror right like creates well starts uh there at King's Landing and, and cre- his ancestors create this um this city it's hers to destroy you know it, it's it's a Targaryen I, so I, I thought that was kind of ironic that she's back here just burning it all and you talked about all the things that she has lost along the way to get what she wants but really it's all that loss in the beginning that she that her whole life kind of um you know she she rises from that loss i guess and destroys everything it's it's fitting but it's also i don't know there's there's something to it i don't know if it's it's not really poetic but it's it's interesting to to think about the targaryen family and their 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 lineage and their connection to king's landing and then she's in there just destroying everyone burning it all it's mm-hmm. yeah so 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 overall did you like you you loved the episode yeah i really did i i, I thought it was that was great i thought i, I was shocked i mean that absolutely shocked again when we go back and we talk about whether which we'll do on follow-up friday will it go this way in the books or will it not or all that kind of stuff it's it's like it really doesn't matter at this point because they are so different and it it, it was fun to watch it was it was crazy it was messed up um at one point you know just a couple episodes ago we were saying we were ending the episode with and remember gray worm is pissed well he's right. still pissed okay? he's pissed yeah. and and actually he's so pissed that i wanted john to take him out i was like take yeah. him out he is killing innocence i think that may happen because i don't know what's gonna i don't it's it's it just I mean, it's crazy too because the the other thing is that um danny and and Grey Worm and these these folks, I mean, they've all been wronged so much, and so so I've I've understood what happened to Marine and and uh, Young Guy and Ashtapor and all that kind of stuff. But when they get to Westeros, as she said, there's there's no love for them here. They're foreigners, in a sense. So the Dothraki, the Unsullied, um, Danny herself, they're considered foreigners. They, they they're not trusted. This is not really their land. They're like foreign invaders, and they really look like that this episode. And I, I didn't think it was going to go that way. I really, I really didn't. But now, when I look back on it, I don't know what would have happened if if I, I think what she was worried about too. I, I know she just people say she kind of just goes crazy when she hears the bells and she's looking around. But I, I don't think she could trust anybody. And I think I don't think she could either. And the that's, game goes on, me, you know. And to she me, doesn't yeah, play to it. me, to me, I don't think it was. She just went mad when she heard the bells. I to the what I was kind of thinking was because they also kept showing shots of Tyrion was. She heard the bells ring, uh-huh. and I was thinking more along the lines of, you know, she's probably thinking Tyrion, because she has to know Tyrion let Jamie out. I mean, she has she has to have known that. Sure, okay. She probably yeah. she probably ex- she probably expected that. Expected that, is is a good word. Ex- yeah, ex- expected that that he would do that. So she probably didn't trust Cersei. Well, 
I mean, I'm even thinking too, like Tyrion kept emphasizing the bells to everyone. And that was sort mm-hmm. of his plan, his idea. Give me a chance. If you hear the bells, please, you know, spare the city. He said that to her right there. He had a plan. And she, she's just been betrayed by Varys. Tyrion was just asking for forgiveness, essentially. Like, I'm sorry I didn't come directly to you right away, but we all had the best intentions. And I really think she's contemplated. She failed me one more time, and, you know, I'll deal with you as well. She knows right. he's a good person. She knows Varys was also, I think, I think she has to see it underneath all this, or, you know, once she gets past all this, that Varys was doing what he thought was right. But still, they're traitors. They're, yeah. It's treasonous activity that she. So I can see why she goes a little paranoid, and and John was her last hope there. Kind of, if if there can be, if 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 I can find love here in Westeros, then okay. But if not, I'll I'll do it by fear, because I owe this to my family, and I have to survive. The dra- she becomes a dragon, and that's what that's what Quaith, that's what everyone has told her all along is is don't forget who you are. She is blood of the dragon. She's she's the dragon. So. Yeah, it was fitting. It it really was. And it was very it it shook me to see Cersei the way that she was. I actually kind of thought from the beginning, uh, well, even last season, I'm like eventually we're going to get to a point where we care we care about Cersei again. You know when she's walking through the city and the shame thing happens, we're almost kind of rooting for her there and then we're back to hating her and then at the end of this I was kind of like, oh, "I hope she actually makes it. I hope she and Jamie can get in that boat even if he dies, you know, going across the narrow sea or whatever." They'll have she'll have the child and House Lannister is in exile. The story continues, but no, that's that's not to be. So, man, I am I am reading Twitter and everyone is just everyone is just blasting it, saying Daenerys's story, her character arc is over. It was ruined. Uh I I I kind of disagree. I I think Game of Thrones has has always been about characters who are on a set path and they immediately they do something that diverges from that path and that's what costs them everything yeah rob I, stark rob stark plays the game so well until mm-hmm. he marries until he betrays walter frey and yeah. that and that and that's what and that's what screws that's what screws him over yeah uh, we, we were talking um we were doing a collaboration last week and during that conversation we talked a lot about the idea that we don't really know what George gave to D and D, and we're not really sure what they kind of created. And if you think about major events, so like this major battle, I feel like it's something that Gur had to have said. This, this is the, all these characters need to get here, and here's here's the idea. Uh, we're we're going to be in King's Landing, and things are going well. They're about to surrender, and then Danny just says, "Nope, done." I, I don't like that's what's shocking to me is that people are gonna they're so upset with with her arc and how it's going but it wouldn't surprise me if george does that actually you know well i think you, you have to look at also where we're at in the books mm-hmm. and i think for the longest time we we were thinking oh it's going to be john and danny together that mm-hmm. is the song of ice and fire it's those two joining and mm-hmm. they were good because again I, I people tell me to keep not harping on on the night king but i just I think it's going to end different, and I think that's going to be the big. They're going to. I think it's going to be reversed. Yeah, and you know because in the books, Azor High is so much bigger of a deal than it really ever was in the show. It could. And it could be. Yeah, it, those two mountains could be flip flopped in a sense. Those two right. events. 
Right. And that's really the only reason for John and Danny to get together is, oh, then they have some of the whole Azor High prophecy. Because Azor High in the show was, was, it was hinted at, it was talked about. But the second Arya killed the Night King, okay, well, that, that arc's over. Yeah, but let's say, let's say you reverse those things and this situation with King's Landing happens first. It couldn't happen the way it happens now, right? Because John wouldn't no. join her to face the Night King like this, would he? No, no. It, 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 it all ha- it'll it'll. It's, I, that's what, that's what you and I, I you and I have talked about. I think it's going to be. It's so. I think they're going to be. Well, we say so that we different. think that the shows are that it's going to be different. But what worries me, or what makes me kind of ponder, you know, the whole Arya killing the Night King situation. People are like, that's not going to happen in the books, or people are like, that's just D and D doing that. I'm like, at some point, we it, he right. did give them certain events. Get these, get these characters. These characters will live. Get them here, and this is somewhat, you know, how you get them there is up to you, or if you have to cut corners. But I feel like they wouldn't make up just the major events, would they? Like the Battle of Winterfell and the Battle of King's Landing. I feel like that's hard. Yeah. It's, maybe they did, though. I mean, maybe they did, and, and that's that's really what's happening. And and because they got so far beyond George, this is completely their story now, and that is what is bonkers about it. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it's so it's so different than any. I hope other, it is just their because it's it's actually, always been it's but, always been the books are there and then the, before the movies. Yeah, always or or the or the TV show in, in yeah. this case. Right, and this time this time it isn't. So that's what makes the speculating about it so much fun and, right. and interesting because we don't know if yeah. this if this is how it goes in in the source material. Right, I, I'm I'm happy with. I, I think but, it's interesting. But you know, though, but you know, though sure. if, there's there's other there's other things to look at. Like if you look at comic books, like even uh, if you look at like say even Marvel Cinematic Universe, a lot of the events that happen in the movies, even mm-hmm. the comics they pull from, like you can specifically look at Civil War. Those go two different ways. Mm-hmm. Those go two totally different, two totally different ways. So. Um, yeah, but that's a that's a choice in like the 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 creators of that film or that uh, they chose to deviate from source material that's already there. So the interesting part about all of this is that there is none. <laughs> you know, exactly. Which yeah. is which is why it's so crazy, and it's why I think it has people really divided. And I kind of you almost could foresee this happening. I'm sure that um, Dan and Dave kind of did as well. Like we have to do this on our own. I, and I, I said this in the collaboration that we that we did last week. They're in a tough spot. They're in a really tough spot to kind of say, all right, well, we have no idea what's going. Well, they have some idea, but they don't really. Those books are thick. There's a lot of details. There's a lot of layers. And they've had to cut characters and combine storylines and arcs and combine And combine storylines. That's that's what intrigues me the most because, you know, we've talked about Jorah Morma in, in, the sh- in the books. It's John Connington who gets grayscale. Yeah. So what are we seeing that is two characters put together? Well, yeah, and a lot of people because believe- because well because think about this, if you go if you go back to the books, if the Golden Company ends up fighting for Cersei in the last battle, well, what happens with Aegon Targaryen, the you know young Griff? Mm-hmm. Does he make it until the end? Well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you you can start to say because he has the Golden Company right. right now. It, does he take King's Landing and then that's who that's the Mummer's dragon or whatever that she's that she's exactly. facing. At the end, and that would be different, and and that would that, so, yeah. You, so you can see how maybe they they had to write their own story and they had to use the major yeah. characters that they had, and it's just it's tough. That's why I like to kind of cut them a little slack because mm-hmm. 
they had source material, then they didn't. And then they said, okay, we've got to figure out what we're going to do and how we would have the story end. As we said in the collaboration last week, I keep saying it, but we talked about Brandon Sanderson kind of picking up with Robert Jordan. A little bit different because he kind of knew he had more details penciled out. and uh, They Mm -hmm. chose someone to finish that series, but uh, this is is so interesting because they, they may be completely different they may be somewhat similar uh, it's, it's it's hard to tell and we're not going to know completely until the books are out so decades from now we will know but yeah that's okay <laughs> i'm willing to wait so and, here so know, here, yeah. here i want to i want to i want to read a raven real quick sure uh is from uh lady lady yiva she sent us one the second the episode is over okay wow now this was an episode uh is it wrong that I am all for Danny being the Mad Queen? Uh, something about King's Landing burning to the ground for some reason just felt right to me. Danny did say she would cut her um, root and stem. I was thinking King's Landing uh, is Cersei's root. Hmm. I certainly hope that Danny. I, I certainly hope that uh, Danny's thought behind the destruction of King's Landing is that she wants no one to have the Iron Throne, that it holds too much power, and that with it gone, no one can have it making all the kingdoms in, kingdoms individual ones. But I think this might be wishful thinking on my part. In the span of the hour and 18 minutes, my whole attitude towards Tyrion has changed. Honestly, he really annoys me, and I think that the destruction of the city rests on his shoulders. Before he and... Uh, he met Danny. She was more peaceful, and I think he has turned her into this confused and uh, mm. desperate young woman who is just sick of all the people giving her wrong advice that ultimately did nothing for her and led to the death of her most trusted friends and dragons. If this is how Cersei dies, well, that was absolute crap. I almost <laughs> hope that she isn't dead because I need a better death for her. Arya really pulled a John during the Battle of Winterfell in this episode. I felt like after her defeat of the Night King, she has become too cocky and arrogant, and her downfall is really seen in this episode. The imagery of the last scene with the bodies covered in ash and uh, petrified like those who died in Pompeii makes me think this outcome was inevitable. It's almost like it was just going to happen, just like the eruption of a volcano is inevitable. My prediction, Danny will die, but this was a great way for her to go. Just one last remark. How great was it seeing a scared Cersei love Lady Eva? Wow, yeah, I, mm, I mean, it, yeah, it was it was neat to see her kind of shook and and uh, as I said, stopped almost rooting for her to to make it, which is nuts. I, I I'm I'm th- this is what they do, you know. This is what the whole show has always done. Now I'm I'm rooting against Grey Worm. And last episode, I wanted him to take on the Mountain and kill him and kill Cersei, but they've all just kind of gone crazy. And it's the rage of their queen that's that's causing all this rape and and destruction and rage in the, in the King's Landing, and it's it's not what I expected, but uh, very interesting. Other thoughts here. So, Danny's, I secretly hope that Danny's thought behind the destruction of King's Landing is that she wants no one to have the Iron Throne. Maybe uh, it is going to be kind of hard to rule the the seven. You've just destroyed the capital. So, are we going to make a new capital? Or are we going to rebuild it? What's what's going to happen? Maybe that's the example for the other lords to kind of fall into place. Uh, I don't know because I, I feel like now if John takes the throne, or if he kills Danny in some way, who's keeping? Unless he has a dragon, you know. But I, I don't think he's going to. That that that'll be interesting to see what ha- what happens with with Drogon. But if he takes the throne, how, how does he keep the seven kingdoms together? I feel like it may split back into separate into separate kingdoms. Well, I think. See, I think I think John is just going to kill Daenerys and be like, "I still don't want it." Peace. <laughs> right. Even happen. in that scenario, then who keeps the Seven Kingdoms together? 
I, I think they're going to fracture. I just you just destroyed the capital. So uh, maybe if I can't have it, no one can have it. But she she could have had it, and she right now she's still in position. You know, it's it's. I guess she is the queen. She's still the queen, and she has what looked like in, in the the preview for next week a pretty significant army still, and mm-hmm. should have John's support, and, and should have the support of his men. But that seems to yeah, be. Yeah, but, but that but that that to me would be it because you just destroyed King's. You just destroyed King's Landing. The all the people are gonna all the people are gonna be against you. Yeah, right. Exactly. And the yeah. and the one and the one thing that she's had is in Marines. She had the love of the people. That's right. Yep. And she all she grew up believing because her <laughs> brother told her there are people who sing for our return. Right. Not anymore. Not anymore. No. And people have warned her. You know, that's the thing is, yeah, Tyrion has had a lot of mistakes, but Tyrion has always warned her of bad ideas. Sure. And then she goes and does those things and it ends up costing her. Yeah. Well, I mean, she I mean, just, I mean, look at it like. This whole John's whole arc this season has been people tell, trying to convince him, "Hey, Daenerys is bad. Daenerys is bad. Daenerys is bad. Daenerys is bad." Uh-huh. I think he's gonna do. He, I think he's gonna in the end do the right thing, and I think he's gonna kill her, and that's and that's gonna be how how it ends. It, what's crazy is when I look at the books, and as you say, there's so many warnings and so much guidance given to her, uh, mysterious character Quaith and, and others she had visions right when she's in with the warlocks they, they seem to all be things that are trying to help her guide her to be the savior or or someone who's going to come back and, and restore this awesome Targaryen reign and rule but she's more like uh, Megor the Cruel you know Aegon the Conqueror when he comes when he conquers he shows mercy he lets people bend the knee and I mean, he, he he makes examples of people where he needs to, but they're not innocent civilians. They're not like women and children. I think that's the part that undoes her. I was so happy when she was flying around, picking off the Lannisters, and and I'm like, wow, she is she is precise right now. She, like we've underestimated her, and they just surrendered. This is epic. I I thought, oh boy, because before she starts to really amp up and freak out, I'm like, she's gonna go in there. They're gonna capture Cersei. It's gonna be an epic showdown. Something may happen. People want the revenge. Arya might try to kill Cersei, and then Danny has to deal with that, or you know something. I was just thinking that during the middle of the episode, but then no, Mad Queen sets in, and right, it's 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 done. It's just not how you rule, and it's it's just it's crazy because I didn't see that madness in her, and I don't really see it in the books necessarily. You know, I don't see any of that madness in her in the books unless I'm wrong I mean I could be completely wrong maybe people will send me examples and that'll be that'll be great I can go back and take a look at that but she just doesn't feel that way to me in the books and so now it's kind of heartbreaking but it's also shocking and and it was epic to watch and I I now feel like you know John needed that he needed to see well okay I take that back he the whole time he's saying that he's going to she's my queen and I'm going to support her. And the more he said that, I was like, "There's he's he's going to have she, he's going to have to really see her, show her true colors, for him to decide to work against her." And he also is a Targaryen, so he doesn't have that uh, bad blood or that mad blood in him. So there's that. Um, and we're rooting for Arya as well. Now look at this too. Sansa is still up in the north, just like she was the Battle of the Bastards, right? When she shows up with. Um, uh, the Knights of the Vale and and the that army, 
I feel like now maybe she can ride in here again and 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 either save the day or maybe she's maybe she is the villain. Uh, I feel like we have her villain though. I feel like I feel like they've set Danny up to be the villain, and now Sansa can come in and you know, I don't know, right? So, yeah, I, yeah. So yeah, that's that's some things I don't I don't know what's going to happen because what I the only thing I can I can think of is that Daenerys is now going to start talking about going and having everyone bend the knee uh-huh. since she's since she's in charge. Uh, you know, she's stand, she, We get that that shot of her in the in the little preview for her next episode where she's walking out and the city is covered in ash, mm-hmm. um, and it's almost looking you know. To remind me of some like empire like scenes from Star Wars, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. Is, is yeah. what it's is what it's is what it's kind of reminding me of. Um, rule with an absolute iron iron fist. So what I can what I can see is uh, maybe her saying something about, well, I'm gonna go make I'm gonna go make sure that the North knows who's in charge, and that's where John decides to step uh, in. Uh, you think yeah, yeah, perhaps they're kind of defiant. She thinks she'll go back there and right and do something. Yeah, I, I feel like. Here's the thing, actually. I think John and Danny both may die now, and I feel like Arya is the one who's going. Danny may kill John because I just feel like he's he's always been like I'm just going to go to her, hope for the best, tell her that she's wrong, be honest with her, and she's going to say off with his head or Dracaris or whatever. And he's he's a goner. He may even try to kill her and not be able to do it. And then Arya. Uh, once he's dead, we'll have to root for Arya to make another epic kill, which is nuts to have her mm-hmm. do those, you know, back to back, just awesome. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't kill her. Maybe Danny sits the iron throne or sits whatever throne she wants to make and sh- she wins because her family was so wronged by the Lannisters, which they were, by the way. Uh, the Mountain did terrible things to Elia Martell and her children. Uh, you know, so maybe. Maybe they, you know, those those people deserve that. I don't know that the the innocent women and children and you know civilians just running around King's Landing did, but I don't know. It's tough. They really put us in a tough spot. <laughs> yeah. So on a scale of one to ten, what would you give the episode? It was a nine. I yeah. I, thought it was about, a, I was gonna I was gonna say an eight. That's right where I'm. That's right right about where I'm at. It's a great episode. I mean, it is really great because I was happy to see John kind of get just shook out of his. This days, this Danny days, where he's just in love slash she's my queen. I've I've given her my mm-hmm. word. That that's his. That's always his problem. That was that was Ned's problem too. Is that you know I promised or I gave my word or it was my honor or whatever. Uh, and it's why you like Varys so much because he's just willing to do whatever is best for the realm. And yeah. it may seem kind of shady, but yeah, I, you know I I'll say this is I, last week I was really last week may honestly be my least favorite episode of Game of Thrones ever. Mm-hmm. I just, I just didn't. I just after we finished, you know, the the arc of of episodes one, two, and three, and when we got to that, I was just like, man, I feel like this is gonna end bad. Yeah, I just, I, I'm just really let down. Like, I would get, I would give last week's episode like a three or a four to to be to be honest. Okay. Um, and yeah, I'm right with you. I think I'd say eight or nine for this week. So I'm, so now I'm, I'm kind of back. Okay, I feel like, I feel like it's it's where it's gonna end in a very Game of Thrones manner i think we're sure. gonna it is gonna be we're gonna get that bittersweet ending where that's i mean that's that is game of thrones the characters that we root for aren't the one they don't make it you can i don't think you can have i don't think you're you were always gonna have all of all of our heroes make it 
There's just no way yeah. that it was that was ever ever gonna happen. We and season one, we're sitting there saying, "Man, I hope Ned Stark takes the throne," uh, and he loses his head. Yeah. Then we start learning. All right, Rob is awesome. Rob right. Stark is totally, and he's dead. Yep. So that's well, and we're still rooting for John. We're still rooting for mm-hmm. John right now, thinking he may be the one, and that's why I'm kind of like, I don't know if we keep with everything that's been happening and the themes, it it, it just. It's not going to go that way. Here's one more question I have for you. Do you think she decided to do a lot of this because j- just like Grey Worm and her were standing there, they've lost everyone and they know oh, how absolutely. important. Yeah. And so Tyrion's put her in these positions, right? And she's almost putting blame on him. Like, this is just enough is enough. I wouldn't I, say that Tyrion has put her in those positions. I would say that, that her plan, to me, if you go back and look at it, I think Tyrion has always given her good advice i i mean he's been wrong he's been wrong a couple times but when daenerys Tyrion tells her has told her you don't need to go rescue Jon snow that's he and then she does and she loses a dragon Uh he he told her it's a really bad idea to go to kill randall tarley you're gonna wipe out a major house and that's what that's what is the initial that's what the initial split that's Sam is the one who tells John that's how this season starts is Sam telling John this is a she's bad she's not she's she's a bad person and so now it's so now so now you have it just took John to see it for himself you had Sam tell him you have Arya and Sansa tell him you have Mm -hmm. Varys tell him yeah and I don't disagree I'm not saying that what Tyrion said was bad right oh I know I know what you're saying it's that Danny in her eyes I feel like Ever since he showed up, I mean, she wasn't losing these advisors and close friends, well, as much, early on uh, when she was in Essos. And now that she has this new advisor who is a Lannister, uh, you know, doesn't seem to be going. And then she does, as you you say, she, she, for love, goes north and fights Jon's war and and everything. And, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, even... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I just, I just, I just feel like her, her, her perception of what's happening is, is jaded, and she can't really see that Tyrion is, is trying to do what's best for her, and and is trying to, uh, save her in a sense, and still believe in her. And like when you hear the bells ringing, with this, the city has surrendered. It is yours. Let me, let me try to get us to that spot. Let me. There's some. We can, we can do that. And I know my sister. She'll ring those bells, and this will be over. That's that's good advice, but but just what happened with with the the little truce meeting with Kyburn and losing Miss Andy, I just feel like that's I don't know. There, she's done with his advice. She she blames him for some of this or some of this loss, and so yeah, I don't know. It's 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 tough, but yeah. So I feel like he's he's a goner next episode. I think wow. she's gonna try to kill him, and. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he can get away. I don't know if someone can show up and save him. I don't know if he's going to try to speak truth to power. I feel like a lot of people are going to... John's going to try that. Tyrion's going to try that. That may be it. Grey Worm is there with her, too, to kind of remind her of everything that she's overcome and the things she's lost, as you say. So it's going to be a tough conversation so to have. Do you, th- do you think we're even going to see characters like Sansa and Brienne of Tarth and anybody that is in the north. I mean, is it just going to be some kind of epilogue thing? We have or do you to. Think, we have or to. Do you, think, do you think they'll play a part at all? Well, because yes, I think they will play a part. I think cut the head off the dragon 
And if, if she's the issue, or she's the problem, then yeah, there's going to be some assassination there. And once she's dead and her dragon is dealt with or whatever, then who are they fighting for? Who Who is uh, the Dothraki and so on fighting for? It's really the right. dragon that gives her the power. So if they can take care of that, then, then I feel like you might see Sansa riding south or some of the other lords, Edmure Tully. I don't know if he's going to show up or not. Uh, you know, it's it's crazy. You you might be right, though. We only have one episode, and so uh, maybe there's we're only, dealing... There's only, there's only 80 minutes left, so... Yeah. You have to do a lot. Um, any percent chance that Bran does something to... Don't even get me res- started. Hit, hit, <laughs> hit the reset button. <laughs> does he reset the whole thing to save thousands of lives? Thousands and thousands of lives. I mean... Maybe a million. I don't know. That would be nuts to to reset it all and and maybe uh, things go a different way at the Battle of Winterfell and we we flash back there. He just goes and presses reset. That would be nuts. And I I, I actually, as crazy as it sounds, I I think it could happen. So yeah, uh, I don't just, know. I I just I just I just think about that that line in last last week's episode where, um. Where he told John, "It's your choice." Uh huh. Yeah. And if John doesn't say anything, isn't that the thing too? Like, and that's something I saw a lot last season when Amelia Clark was talking about John. Just all he needed to do was to to tell one lie or to do one thing, and we could have avoided a lot of this and what have you. Any any just because it, it seems like she she's she she could she could still take the the city as easily. Uh huh. She and then that you could still take the city easily if John had have not had not said anything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and you'd, st- and you'd, st- you'd still possibly have two dragons, and Danny wouldn't hate John. All, all yeah. of it. She just doesn't want to play the Game of Thrones anymore. I mean, if she plays the game, that now the wild card is is John, and people may choose. She needs to put so much fear into everyone that he's not an option, even if it does trickle out that he is a Targaryen or, or what have you, doesn't, you know, I, they're going to fear me so much in my dragon that they're, they're going to understand that there's no other option other than to bend the knee. And that's what she's going for. If, if, if he wouldn't have, if he would have just agreed, she'd listen to his counsel. She would have listened to Tyrion more. Um, she would have trusted some of her advisors and things. And Barris wouldn't be plotting the way he's plotting. So, yeah, I mean, goes back to John's choices a little bit. So... So, all right. Well, I think that's a pretty uh, decent place to stop it. Um, all in all, I think, you know, Sir Ezra, you and I both liked the episode. Uh, it's just it's the penultimate. So now we're we're now here at the finale. And yeah, we've we've spent the last two years speculating so much. And now it's going in an, an entirely different direction that it's just kind of a lot to think about. Um, yeah. Yep. So anyway, we will be back Friday with Fallout Friday. Make sure to send us your Ravens at btkcast at gmail.com so we can read those on the air. Sir Ezra and I did an, a collaboration with Order of the Green Hand. Uh, we'll, you'll stay tuned for that. We have a lot more Patreon co- content coming. I'm sure we're going to be doing Amusing or a Green Dreams at some point here soon. Um, we'll also be doing a Raven's Nest. Yeah. Again, talking about the whole the whole season, the whole series, all of it. Uh, so make sure to sign up for on Patreon.com to be part of that. We had a lot of fun the last time we did it with talking to you guys. 
And uh, Sir Ezra, I think we have some some announcements here. Uh, yeah, just at the end of the podcast, we wanted to mention that uh, Sir Matt and I are working on uh, a couple other projects uh, in the works right after the season is over. Right when we're done with the HBO, uh, we're going to continue with the reread, by the way, this summer. We're going to continue with that and keep talking about maybe future projects to come with with George and HBO and what have you. Uh, but we are also working on another podcast called Hyperspace Hangout. So we'd like for you to check that out. It's going to have a similar format to our follow-up Friday, which a lot of folks have enjoyed. So pretty good community. Uh, we've already got some people really interested in it, and uh, we're looking forward to, to bringing that to you. So actually, um, you know, our, our Gmail for that is hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. And uh, we'll have some more details on that coming soon. But yeah, wanted to want to get that out there to you. And at the end of uh, every show now, we like to kind of plug our social media with people. It's been great engaging with folks on Twitter. Uh, and really, here's the thing with with Sir Matt and I, regardless of how you felt about the episode, whether you hated it, you loved it, you're in between, or or what have you, we read those Ravens. We read all sorts of Ravens from from folks, and we get it. People are you know you, you start the week off hating it, and by the end of the week. You've heard something from someone else that's that's like, all right, well, I, I kind of see that. Or there's hope, I guess, in this last episode that everything can be reset or whatever it is. So we're all about community and we're all about just kind of sharing information and stuff. So uh, just please remember that when, when you're engaging with us. But you can find me on, on Twitter at WompRat underscore uh, two meters. And I'm on Instagram as well under the same handle. Yes. And you can find me anywhere on the Internet at Super Gaines Bros, all one word. And yeah, Sir I think yeah. it is time to say farewell. We want to thank you for playing the Game of Thrones. In our next episode, we'll be discussing Season 8, Episode 6, Predictions on Follow-Up Friday. Send us your Ravens. Let us know how you think it is going to end. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a Raven at btkcast at gmail.com. We will see you in a week. And remember, winter is over, I guess. And now it's just a bunch of ash in King's Landing. (laughs) So... (laughs) 